All right, all right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? Zelda Talks Facts are here. Because with the facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are enjoying your Wednesday afternoon. You know, I'm doing like whatever. It's just I guess it's one of those days. I guess you know. <clears throat> it is what it is. But um, hope you guys are doing great here today. This is my NFL 2021 NFL season week four predictions. Now we're in the fourth week of the NFL 2021 season right here. It's going by so fast right now. Gotta enjoy football while it lasts, you know, because it goes by so quick. It really does. All right, let's just jump right into it. So first game of the week, which is tomorrow on Thursday night, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And I got to say, I'm really interested in this matchup. You know, the Jags, they are 0-3, but the Bengals, Bengals are 2-1. Bengals surprisingly off to a very good start. They really should have beaten the Bears, but Burrow, you know, through three straight interceptions, so that didn't help, but, you know, it is what it is there. But um, the Jags, you know, uh, they just, they don't look good at all. They really don't. They got rid of C.J. Uh, Henderson, their cornerback, traded him to Carolina, so they're not going to be doing much, the Jags. You know, hopefully down the line they start winning games and they become, you know, more of a believable team going into next season. I mean, I know this year is still young, but... It just feels like they're dead in the water. It just that's just what it feels like. You know, Trevor Lawrence really hasn't adapted just yet. And he's just I know he's a rookie. It's only, it's only his first three games. And Urban Meyer's only in his first year as an NFL head coach. So it is a process. I mean, Rome wasn't built overnight. It's just eh, Lawrence hasn't looked that great at all. He really just has it. Nothing flashy just yet. But this is a big chance for him to showcase himself on Thursday night football tomorrow. To be nationally televised. You know, there's going to be a lot of people watching this game because it is an interesting matchup because you got Lawrence versus Burrow. This is a rematch from uh, the championship game back in college, back in uh, 2020 last year, where it was LSU versus Clemson, and LSU won. Burrow was on LSU, and uh, Lawrence is on uh, Clemson. So this is an interesting matchup right here. And I'm sure Trevor Lawrence is going to be fired up for this game. He is going to be fired up, and so will Burrow. And I'm sure Lawrence wants revenge. It's going to be an interesting game, though. And I think this will be Trevor Lawrence's best game of the season. Because so far, these first three games, hasn't looked that good. And, you know, he could have more good games the rest of the way. But this is a big game for him. It really is. It's a big game for Burrow, too. You know, because are the Cincinnati Bengals legit? That's the big question. They really should be 3-0. They should be on top of the AFC North, but it is what it is. That was a big win in Pittsburgh right there. Big Ben looked horrible. Burrow looked great. Jamar Chase has looked great so far. You know, everybody's saying he can't catch a save his life, you know, pecking uh, the preseason, but he's proven everybody wrong so far, and I like him. Him and that Burrow connection is going to be really good the rest of the way. Um, And Burrow so far has looked good. You know, coming off his injury last season, he's played really good so far. Other than the game against the Bears, he's played good. So, I'm going with the Bengals on this one. I believe it will be close, though. And I believe Trevor Lawrence will really... He'll really ball out in this game. And so will uh, so will Burrow. I think we're going to see a great game between these two young quarterbacks. That's just what I see. It'll be an interesting game. We'll see what happens. But I got the Bengals in this one. And I did finish 9-7 and seven, my predictions, like I told you guys... Um, 
reviewing, reviewing my uh, Cowboys versus the Eagles yesterday. So back-to-back weeks, I went 9-7. and seven. In week one, I went 10-6. and six. So we'll see how I do this week. Now, next game, we got Washington versus the Atlanta Falcons. So Washington's coming off getting blown out by Buffalo. Was it 43-21? to 21? Yikes. <laughs> Bill's offense has really exploded these last two games, but... Damn, Washington's defense has been horrible this year so far. And I was saying to myself, you know, Washington's probably got one of the best defense in the league. Last year they were. They're they're the reason why they won a lot of games. So far these first three games this season, Washington's defense hasn't done anything. They haven't been able to stop a nosebleed. (laughs) They've been horrible. Their front hasn't been good. Their secondary's not good. They've really fallen off so far this year. Now you're facing a bad team in Atlanta, but they're both one and two, and Atlanta's coming off beating the Giants. I don't know how Atlanta won. I really don't know how they did. I I don't understand it. I don't know how they beat the Giants. I thought Atlanta wasn't even going to probably win a game this year. Maybe they win like one or two games. Maybe that's the one game that they'll win this year because they're not that good. But their defense looked elite against the Giants. Which... It was crazy. This one will be an interesting game. Obviously, I'm cheering for the Falcons again, but I believe Washington, they're going to step it up in this game. I believe their defense will definitely step it up in this game right here. We'll see how Taylor Heineke plays. You know, damn, Washington... The defense just does not look good right there. They just don't. They look horrible. They look gassed already in the first three games. They just don't look good. They don't look good at all. And they almost lost to the, they almost lost to the Giants. If it wasn't for Darius Slayton not catching that ball, or if he would have catched that ball, Washington would be 0-3. So luck could be 1-2, but I believe they'll get back to 500 and they'll beat the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. So next game, we got the Houston Texans and the Buffalo Bills. So Houston Texans are coming off losing on Thursday Night Football last week to the Carolina Panthers, 24-9. I thought maybe Dave Mills would ball out a little bit. You know, huge underdog, was drafted, I believe, in the fifth or sixth round this year. I thought maybe he would do a little bit good. He just didn't look that great at all. You know, Panthers, even when they lost McCaffrey, they were still able, they were still able to pick apart the Texans. I mean, the Texans, they're just going to be a sad team this year. They really are, you know. That's why I said I wasn't going to get on the hype train when they when they beat the Jags. I'm like, okay, they beat the Jags. Like, that's not really an accomplishment. It's a good start to the season, but they're not going anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere at all. You can still say, oh, what's a young season? <sighs> yeah, but, yeah, you know what, that's right. That is, that is right, but I have no faith in Houston, and I have no faith in Jacksonville, like I said. But um, Buffalo has another chance to blow out another team right here. And they should blow out the Texans. They really should. They've been playing like a team. They've been playing like a possessed team since they lost the Steelers. And I'm still shocked they lost to the Steelers. You know, they blew out the Bills. They blew out themselves. Wow. Good job, LJ. <laughs> they blew out the Dolphins 35 to nothing. And then they blew out Washington 43 to 21. So they've been really good. They've been really, really good since losing to the Steelers. Josh Allen's really stepped that up because a lot of people are starting to question him. Like, is he actually that good? No, he is. He absolutely is. 
And the Bills are still a good team, obviously. They're going to win the AFC East. I think people should know that by now. But um, I can see them blow out the Texans. So obviously I'm going with the Bills on this one. Next game, we got the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Whoever is a Detroit Lions fan out there, God bless you. You guys have went through so much fucking pain. And it continues to get worse. The Detroit Lions lost on Sunday. They almost beat the Baltimore Ravens. They almost beat them. They were right there. Up by a point. Lamar Jackson makes an amazing pass. I believe it was 4th and 19. Gets a huge first down. Sets up Justin Tucker. And I will say this. He is the greatest kicker to ever live in the NFL. He absolutely is. 66 yards away. And he nailed... Well, didn't really nail. They went off the post, but then went right back in. But my God. If you were a Detroit Lions fan right there, like you have some hope right there for a quick second. Think, wow, we might beat the Ravens. We'll be one and two right here. Maybe this will be... You know, a turning point in the season, we can make a huge run. And not so fast. I could just feel the pain of the Lion fans right now. And I feel bad for them. I really do. They should have won that game. And like I said about the Lions, they're going to push teams to their limits. And they push the Ravens. (laughs) They were pushing the Ravens right there. You know, they made an elite team look like a bad team for so long. But Lamar made an amazing pass right there. Justin Tucker, he's automatic. Automatic Tuck. That's, that's who he is. He really is. And if you don't think he's the greatest kicker alive, then, you know, you're dreaming. But when, when I saw that kick right there, I was like, oh, my God, no fucking way. There goes that man again. It's amazing. It really is. But, oh, my God, you could just... You gotta feel bad for the Lion fans, though. You really do. They they they've had generational talent over the years, like Barry Sanders and like Megatron and like Matthew Stafford, and all those guys combined have zero rings. And all those guys combined, I think Barry may have had a playoff win. I think he had one playoff win. I think he was there for the last playoff win, to my knowledge. But Megatron and Matthew Stafford never won never won a playoff game with Detroit. You know, Barry Sanders is one of the greatest running backs to ever live. And Megatron's one of the greatest receivers to ever live. Because he was a menace. Matthew Stafford, I wouldn't say he's the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live, you know. He's one of the, well, he's, I would have to say he is the greatest Detroit Lions quarterback that ever lived. We're talking about, you know, all time for the NFL. Is it debatable? Well, it's not, it's not really a debate. He's, I, I would say no. But... He's been great for the Rams. Maybe in a couple of years I'll say that, you know, that he is. But we'll see in a couple of years. Um, and now getting to the Bears. Oh, man, Justin Fields looked horrible. And that Bears O-line was horrible against Cleveland. And you could say, granted, Cleveland's defense is very good, and it is. But, my God, Justin Fields' first game starting, woof. What was he, like 6 for 20, like only like 60 yards? He looked horrible. And that Bears all on, like I said, they looked horrible too. They weren't protecting him. You have to think at some point Matt Nagy's got to be on the hot seat eventually. Even though he's gotten this Bears team to the playoffs twice recently, back in 2018 and last year, with fucking Mitchell Trubisky, even though Trubisky wasn't that bad in the 2018 season, he was actually decent. 
but overall, we know he sucks. It's just amazing how they got to the playoffs two times, and they really should have beaten Philly, you know. I mean, obviously, they would have lost in, um, in New Orleans, but, you know, it would have been nice for them to get to the divisional game. That would have been nice. I was hoping they were going to be Philly, but, um, you know, he's saying that all three quarterbacks are, you know, in consideration to play on Sunday, you know, that, you know, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. You can't even name a quarterback. What are they trying to, is he trying to play mind games with Detroit? That's not going to work. It's just not. Just name your starting QB. I would say give Fields another chance. And if Fields has another horrible game, then you bench him the rest of the way. And you let him learn from the sideline. That's what I would do. I wouldn't go with Foles or Dalton. Let Fields play this game. Let him start. And if he's doing bad, you either pull him or you let him go the rest of the way, and then you just bench him after that. That's what I would do. I wouldn't bench him for this game, though. i let him start. And maybe he'll ball out. Maybe the Bears will win, and I'm picking the Bears to win no matter what. I'm picking the Bears to win no matter what. So give Fields a chance to let him play. But even if they win and he still plays horrible... Yeah, you would have to still bench him. But I got the Bears in this game no matter what. Oh, here's the next game, though. Carolina Panthers against my Dallas Cowboys. So the Panthers are off to a 3-0 start. Sam Donald looks like an elite quarterback. He's looked really good so far as a Carolina Panther. That offense looked really good. The defenses look good. And like I said, my best wish is to go out to J.C. Horn. He's going to be on the long-term IR. And my best wish is to go out to Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if he's going to be playing this Sunday. I mean, I don't think he's going to, but he's not going to go on long-term IR. He's probably going to just miss this game. You know, it's just a shame for McCaffrey because he just seems, it just seems like he can't stay healthy these last couple of years. It's been a real shame. But, um... Oh, my God. My Dallas Cowboys coming off blowing out the uh, Eagles on Monday Night Football two nights ago. Oh, my God, I really want to pick my Cowboys in this one. I really do. But the Panthers are a good team. They're not a pushover. They're a really good team. But so are the Cowboys. So are my Cowboys. People are admitting that. You know, we are. Especially how this defense has played this season. Oh, my God. People might call me biased, but fuck it. I'm going with my Dallas Cowboys. And they'll be 3-1 after Sunday. Got to go with them. I got I to gotta go with them. I mean, I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to be biased at all, but shit. I mean, I'm really excited about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm smiling right now as I'm talking about them. And I got my Cowboys shirt, shirt under my jacket right now. You know, this team's got me hyped right now. They really do. They really do. Just hopefully they can beat Carolina, you know. That'll really prove to me that we're legit. If we can beat Carolina, because Carolina's a good team. They are. I mean, they are in first place now, the NFC South. So, they are a good team. And I, I believe it'll be a close game, though. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on any side. It's going to be a close game. You know, it's going to be right towards the end. I got my Cowboys winning this game. Now, let's get to the next game. We got the Indianapolis Colts and the Miami Dolphins. So, the Colts now 0-3 coming off, losing to the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. Doing King Henry things, fucking, oh my God, he was just running down the field, making the Colts look like fools on uh, on Sunday. Colts now 0-3, don't 
Dolphins are coming off a tough loss, too. You know, I really thought they were going to beat the Raiders. They really should have. They're up 14 nothing, And Jacoby Brissett, I don't know what kind of play call this was. He threw it to Jalen Waddle, who was in the end zone right there. The You know, their own end zone right there. You know, Brissett gets sacked to safety. So Waddle was standing right there. And he gets tackled right away and it was a safety. I'm like, what kind of play call was that? That was horrible. What kind of screen pass was that? I don't know who made that call right there. I don't know if it was Flores or the offensive coordinator who approved that call. But that was god-awful. It was. I was like, really? And that cost them the game because the Raiders took advantage after that. And in overtime, the Raiders did kick a field goal. They took the lead. And the Dolphins, they marched down the field. They tied up the game. But then the Raiders, a couple minutes later, kicked another field goal. And then they won. So I really, felt bad. I really felt bad for the Dolphins because they should have won that game. And Brissett didn't do too bad. Brissett's not a bad quarterback. And now he's facing his former team, Indianapolis Colts. So in this one, I'm going to say the Colts are going to stay winless and the Miami Dolphins will get back to 500 and they'll beat the Colts. So our next game right here, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Minnesota Vikings. The so Cleveland Browns coming off beating the Bears. They made them look like fools. Browns defense just destroyed the Bears' offense right there. It was really cool to see, to be honest. And the Minnesota Vikings, they're coming off a huge win against the Seahawks. That was a big win for the Vikings. But see, that's the thing about, like, Kirk Cousins in a way. He's so iffy. Because he he looked really good against Seattle. Now how's he going to look against Cleveland? Because Cleveland's defense is better than Seattle's. You know, I'm not just saying that because of a better record. If Cleveland was 1-2, and two, I would still be saying their defense is better. Because it is. So how's Kirk Cousins going to do against this defense now? Because he's so, like, iffy. One game he can look elite. The next game he can look like he can look like a six-round quarterback that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, there's some games he looks elite. And there's some games he looks like Ryan Leaf. It, okay, maybe not Ryan Leaf. Like well, that's kind of a bad example. He 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 was bad. So um, maybe like Brandon Whedon, maybe I don't know. But um, the Vikings gotta win this game right here. They gotta. They really do. This is a big game for them, and it was a big game last week against Seattle, and that was a huge win. I'll give the Vikings a lot of props. That was a big win right there. That was a big win. They needed that, but they also need this one too. But I believe Cleveland's defense is going to be too much. It's going to be too much for the Vikings. You know, I I believe they're going to choke in the end. They'll have a nice lead, maybe like a 10-point, 7-point lead at half or maybe even the fourth quarter, and they're going to blow it. That's how I see it. I feel like Baker Mayfield's going to really step it up in the second half. I believe he'll have an iffy first half. He'll look like, eh. But the second half, he'll just be throwing darts, and they won't be able to contain him. That's just how I feel right there. So I got the Browns winning this game. Next game right here, we got the New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints. Oh, man, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. Now the New York Giants are 0-3. That was really a tough one, though, against Atlanta. That really was. And it really was a shame. I do feel bad for the Giants. Or mostly I feel bad for Eli Manning because it was his day right there. Back on Sunday, the Giants retired his number at halftime, and it, it was kind of stupid of Fox to like not show it. They really should have showed, you know, the ceremony, or at least here, like you know, in the tri-state area, they should have done that. 
you know, I'm just saying. But um, for the Giants to lose on Eli Manning Day, that was horrible. That was horrible. And again, Jones just did not look good again. You know, Saquon Barkley hasn't looked really that good this year. He's looked very average, you know. I don't know. I don't think Saquon's ever going to go back to his true form. I just don't think he's going to. You know, then there was this thing on Twitter, like, you know, Kenny Galladay's mom, I don't know if it was actually his mother, that was getting pissed on Twitter, like, with some people, you know, but things that she was saying, it's just like, damn, okay. Sheesh. It's just, it's not good out there at the Meadowlands. It's not good. It's not good for the Giants or the Jets, but uh, we'll get to the Jets in just a second. That's the next game we're going to talk about. You know, the Saints are coming off beating the Patriots. You know, Jameis Winston, I'm sure you guys saw it. In the second quarter, I think there's like a minute 50 left. And he was falling down as he throws this fucking ball. <laughs> and the Saints receiver catches it for a touchdown. He was falling down like he was like blinded in a way. Like he couldn't even see where he was throwing. He just fucking tossed it. And the guy caught it. Like Winston is, oh my God. Jameis Winston is, he's something though. He really is. Like, that was amazing, though. It really was. It was basically like a fuck it throw. That guy's got to be there somewhere. But, um, yeah, the Saints, I mean, so far, you know, this year, other than, you know, losing to Carolina where Winston looked horrible, they've had a good season so far. They're 2-1, you know. I, I believe they will beat the Giants. I believe they will. The Giants don't stand a shot right now. The Giants have a tough schedule coming up now. They got teams like the Saints. Cowboys, the Rams, I think the uh, Chiefs and Bucks are in there as well. It's not going to be pretty for the Giants. It's just not. This is a big game for them to step it up, though. If they win this game, they could give their fans some hope. But if you can't beat the Falcons, I mean, you're not going to beat the Saints. It's just not going to happen. That's just wishful thinking right there. Maybe the Giants will stick around a little bit in this game. That's what they've done every game this year. They've stuck around. They've stuck around. You know, there's going to be a time where they're going to get blown out. It's just going to happen. I don't think... I think they will stick around with the Saints, though. Usually those games are pretty good between the Saints and the Giants, so... And usually the Saints win, but... um, I think the Giants will stick around for quite a while. Won't be enough, though. Just, I really feel I really feel bad for Eli Manning though, because I don't hate Eli Manning. I don't. I I have no, you know, I have no bad feelings towards him at all. I don't. It's a real shame that they lost on his day. It really is. It really is. But of course, I'll be cheering for the Saints in this game. Of course, you know, how could I not? But yeah, I got the Saints winning this one over the Giants. Now the next one right here, the Tennessee Titans and the New York Jets. <laughs> oh man. So Tennessee Titans, like I said, coming off beating the Colts, you know. King Henry, fucking amazing, man. Oh, my God. I feel bad for the Jets' defense right here. Oh, King Henry is going to be feasting on the Jets right here this Sunday. And the Jets coming off, getting shut out by the Broncos. Zach Wilson again looked horrible through two interceptions. Just, oh, my God. I thought maybe there would be – I thought this Jets team would be a whole lot different going into the season, but it's the same old team. It's the same old team. There's no sense of urgency with this team. They are so boring to watch. They are so fucking horrible. And people could say, oh, maybe they're tanking. 
they're not tanking. They're just a horrible team. They suck. They're horrible. You could tell when a team's tanking. You could tell when a team is just so bad. The Jets are such a horrible, horrible team. I thought maybe they would put they would have some fight against the Broncos. They had none. They had zero to none right there. The only fight the Jets have had this year was against the Panthers. They almost beat them, only, only lost by five. And I thought to myself, okay, well, that's not such a bad loss. If they could bounce back and beat the Patriots, that's huge. <laughs> that game was a nightmare. It's like Jet fans are just saying, oh, well, here we go again. And this is going to be even more of a nightmare. I don't believe the Jets will get shut out in this game. I don't think it's going to be back-to-back games that get shut out. But because the Titans' defense really isn't that good. They're really not. So they might get a touchdown or two against them, but the Titans' offense is going to destroy them. It's going to destroy the Jets' defense. Julio's going to have himself a day. A.J. Brown's going to have himself a day. Tannehill's going to have himself a day. And, of course, King Henry is going to have himself a day. So I got the Titans win this game, obviously. I mean, I really I feel bad for the Jet fans. I really feel bad for them because they're so loyal. They haven't been to the playoffs in a decade. It sucks. It really does for them. I feel bad for them. I absolutely do because they're, they're very loyal. But it's the same team. It's just like there's nothing different about them. There's just not. You think there would be. It's just you would think Adam Gase is still coaching this team. You would think that. But then you could say, oh, but next year. Well, then what's next year? Next year is going to be the same thing most likely. Or even, even if Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback of the Jets, they would still be horrible. Everybody's saying Zach Wilson's a bust. Zach Wilson's a bust. He's not a bust. Look at the team that he's working with. Look, look at the weapons he has. He has no weapons. He's got none. You can't blame him. Their O-line isn't that good either, so you got to blame the O-line for not protecting him. He's running for his life. You can't say he's a bust in three games. You just can't. You know, if he goes, if he's horrible the rest of the way this year, then maybe he is. You know, or say he gets weapons in the next season and he still plays the same way. Okay, then yeah, he's a bust. But he's not right now. The kid's doing all he can. There's so much he can do. You guys said the same thing about Sam Donald that he's a bust. Look what he's doing in Carolina. That's what happens when you give him a good O-line and good weapons right there. He's a good quarterback. Sam Donald is. And Sam Donald did all he could for the Jets. <laughs> he did. And he was decent for the Jets with the weapons that he had. He was. He absolutely was. <sighs> but let's get to the next game right here. we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Kansas City Chiefs are coming off losing to the L.A. Chargers. I believe it was 30-24. Really surprised, to be honest, that the Chargers won. I thought the Chiefs were going to win this game, but no. The Chiefs right now, their defense doesn't look that good at all. Their defense looks worse. Mahomes, he, he looks he looks okay. You know, I thought, I thought he looked really good against the Ravens, but against the Chargers and even the Browns, even though they beat the Browns, eh, he's, just, he's looked kind of eh at times. And now he's throwing two picks in the last two games. Just like, oh, okay. And, of course, you know, the Eagles, like, you know, they got blown out by my Dallas Cowboys on Monday. And who was that receiver right there on the Eagles right there? What's his name? Uh, was it Rieger? Was it Jalen Rieger? Like, I saw, like, on uh, social media, 
Like some fan like DM'd them saying, if you give me 13 fantasy points, I'll, I'll give you a Big Mac. And obviously he didn't get him those fantasy points. Like, oh man, you suck. And then Regal was, you know, calling him out right there in the in the DMs, saying, oh, drop the Addy, drop the Addy. You fans talk too much. You soft that you soft ass. You know what? You know, I was like, Jesus. And the guy was like, just trying to tell him to relax. And then he's like, no, no, drop the Addy, drop the Addy. I'm like, see, he just can't be doing that. Now he's got his comments turned off on Instagram. I'm just like. Seriously, you're like you're cowering away is what you're doing right there by turning off, you know, your comments. Like, seriously, it's his Instagram. He can do what he wants. He can do what he wants, absolutely. But it's like, it's it's a little bit ridiculous to do that, to be honest. It just is, like... uh, Yeah, it is Rieger, yeah. So the guy said to him, if you get, here's the whole message right here. If you get me, or if you get 13 plus fantasy points, I'll buy you a Big Mac. And then he said, you suck, man, wow. And he's like, fuck you. Drop your Addy, yeah, do all that talking. Y'all fucking fans talk too damn much. I'll knock yourself this out. And the guy said, man, relax. You're not going to get a Big Mac talking to me like that. And then he was like, yeah, now let's relax, bitch. I'll beat you the fuck up. Drop the, drop your Addy, soft ass, you know what. <laughs> I'll, end, I'll end all that bitch ass talking quick. <laughs> and then fucking the guy said, Man, aren't you 5'10"? You better relax or I'm telling Sarani. I'm like, oh, shit. Jesus. Not a good look right there. Not a good look. That's just not good. And fuck, you know... Fuck that, man. Jesus Christ. But, um... This will be an interesting game, though. You know, Andy Reid going back to Philly. So this will be an interesting one. I got the Chiefs bouncing back and win this game. They'll end their two-game losing streak and everything will be fine. So it'll be 2-2 two and two after this game. I think it'll be an interesting game, though. I think it will be. But in the end, I got the Chiefs winning this one. All right, next game now. Now we get to the 4 o'clock games. We got the 3-0 Arizona Cardinals and the 3-0 LA Rams. A big NFC West matchup right here. And like I said, this division is the best division in football, man. It really is. It's fun. So the Cardinals are coming off beating the Jags. And they were losing to the Jags going into halftime. And they tried like a 60-yard kick. Um, to extend their lead, it didn't work, and the Jags returned it for a 109-yard touchdown. I was like, shit, and I'm like, the Jags beat the Cardinals, ugh. But um, Cardinals, the second half, they erupted, and they got the win. And the Rams, they beat the Bucks. you know, and I said to myself, I said to myself, who's going to be that team that can hang with the Bucks, that can beat them in the playoffs? And I said the Rams, and I picked the Bucks to beat the Rams, and what do the Rams do? They beat the Bucks. But, you know, playoff time is different right there, you know. I know I know what happens when I bet against when I bet against Brady. This probably would have been the time to do it, but it is what it is. Um, both teams are 3-0. The Rams look like, look like a juggernaut. Matthew Stafford looks awesome. Cooper Cup leads the league in catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns. He's having a hell of a year. The Rams' defense is having a hell of a year. Just all around they are. So the question is, who will stay undefeated? And I believe it's going to be the L.A. Rams. It's going to be a really good game, though. This is going to be, it could be the best game of the week. It most likely will be. I think it's going to be very high scoring. But in the end, I got the L.A. Rams winning this game. And there's no shame in the Cardinals. Well, you want to be on top of the division, but there's still a long way to go. So there's really no shame in losing this game. The Cardinals will bounce back, though. They lose this game, they'll bounce back. You know, because they'll be fine. 
But in the end, I got the Rams winning this game. It's going to probably be the best game of the week. So now another NFC West matchup. We got the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. So Seahawks coming off, you know, losing two games right here, losing to the Titans, and then losing to the Vikings, and the 49ers coming off losing on Sunday Night Football to the Green Bay Packers. They gave Aaron Rodgers way too much time. They gave him too much time. I don't know if it was like 40 or 50 seconds within that range, or even like 38 seconds. That's still too much time for Aaron Rodgers. And what did Aaron Rodgers do? Got the ball down the field, and Mason Crosby kicked the game-winning field goal. You can't give guys like Rodgers and Brady too much time. It's just going to bite you in the ass in the end. And 49ers, they got to live with that because that hurts right there. Because usually the 49ers, they always beat the Packers. Not this time, though. Packers said not this time. I mean, I would, I would still take the 49ers over the Packers in a playoff game. You know, but you just can't give Rodgers that much time. You can't do that. And we'll get to the Packers in just a second. But um, with this game right here, or, just a, or a couple games later, we'll talk about him. Uh, with this game right here between the Seahawks and the 49ers, be interesting once division rivalry game right here the Seahawks I mean their season is really on life support when you think of it because they lose this game be one in three in a tough division because then you'll have the 49ers at three and one and whoever you know you're gonna have two teams that are gonna be three and one at the end of the day and somebody's gonna be four and oh whether it's the Rams or the Cardinals oh man the Seahawks season it's uh, they need this game they really do they need to win but I got to say, Jimmy G has looked good so far this year. And he's healthy. And this is who he is when he's healthy. So hopefully he can stay healthy. In the end, I got the San Francisco 49ers winning this game. And there's going to be a lot of panic in Seattle after this game, I believe. There's going to be. So next game right here, we got the Baltimore Ravens and the Denver Broncos. The undefeated Denver uh, Broncos. 3-0. So the Ravens are on a two-game winning streak. Beating the Chiefs, which was huge, and then beating the Lions, which was huge. These two games that they've won, the Ravens, they were, oof, they were like heart attack games, because they were close and to the end. You know, the Broncos are three and zero. They've beaten the Giants and the Jags and the Jets. You combine all those records, those teams are zero nine. So. Mm, the Broncos have a huge chance to really be a legit team after this game. Because if they can hang around with the Ravens, even if they lose, even if they lose, if they can hang around with them, then I'll say they're legit. Even if they lose, they have to hang around with them, though. If they get blown out, then fuck that shit. But even if the Broncos win, oh, they're definitely legit if they win. You know, it almost seems like a Dallas Cowboys 2019 thing where you go 3-0 beating the bad team starting the season, and then when the good teams come around, you start to disappear. So can Teddy Bridgewater, the Broncos, hang around with the Baltimore Ravens? Right now, I'm going to say no. I would hope to be wrong because I want to see the Broncos compete. I really do. I hope it's not like a 2016 thing for the Broncos. They start off 3-0, and after that, they just collapse. You know, it's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be an interesting game. If they if they somehow beat the Ravens, they're a legit team. Right now, they're, they're not because of the teams that they beat. But if you beat the Ravens, 
who are a Super Bowl contender, then I'll definitely say the Broncos are legit. Definitely will. They're, they'll be a legit threat. Teddy Bridgewater's look really good against the bad teams. Now you got a good team. The Ravens defense, the Ravens defense is good. You know, they got a couple people out, but, you know, they're not a bad defense. But like I said, if they can at least hang around with the Ravens, even if they lose, like say they lose by a field goal or a touchdown, then I could say, and I got to take it back, you know. It all depends what the score is, to be honest, too. Because if it's high scoring and they lose by a field goal or a touchdown, then okay, yeah, you're legit. But definitely if they win, they definitely will be legit. But in the end right here, I got the Ravens winning this game. I don't see the Broncos as a legit team just yet. But maybe my opinion will change after this game. But our next game right here, we got a Super Bowl rematch between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. So the Steelers, after beating the Bills, have looked horrible these last two games. They looked horrible against the Raiders. And they looked even worse against the Bengals. And usually the Steelers never lose to the Bengals. Other than last year, they lost in Cincinnati. But like in Pittsburgh, that's almost unheard of for the Bengals to walk into Heinz Field and beat them. That's exactly what they did last week. The Packers now, they've won two in a row, you know, beating the Lions and then beating the 49ers, who were a legit contender on Sunday Night Football back on Sunday. Rodgers looks great. You know, I was definitely wrong about Rodgers saying that he doesn't give a shit and everything. You know, maybe he settled everything with management or maybe just like a whole like agreement thing saying, you know what, I'm not really cool with you guys, but I'm going to come here and do my job every single game. And Rodgers has been great these last two games. Against Detroit, start off a little bit slow, but the second half we saw the old Aaron Rodgers, and he did great against the 49ers. He finally, he finally got, to, he got to stick it to them right there. That was huge for him. That's huge. This is a nice Super Bowl rematch here from a decade ago, so this will be nice. And that game was great, by the way. I really wanted Pittsburgh to win, but that's, you know, in the past, whatever. But at least, you know, at least, at least Rodgers does have a Super Bowl, so at least, you know, you could say that. But um, this game will be closer than expected because I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, oh, it'll be a blowout, the Packers are going to destroy them, the Steelers are horrible. It'll be, it'll be a close game. I can see the Packers winning by two touchdowns, maybe even one touchdown. Because the Steelers, they'll stick around in this game. They will. I mean, come on. Super Bowl rematch right here. It's Big Ben versus Aaron Rodgers. They've put on great games against each other. This will be another one. This might be Big Ben's last great game. It just might. He's going to put... I feel like he's going to put it all on the line in this game. I mean, if the Steelers somehow... If they somehow sneak out of Lambeau with a win... Who knows what they are? Who knows? And who knows what who knows what Green Bay is if they lose? It'll be interesting though, but in the end they got the Green Bay Packers winning this game. So now we got two games left right here. So Sunday night football, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski making their return to Foxborough, taking on the New England Patriots. Oh boy, this is gonna be something. And I feel bad for the Patriots because Tom Brady was given that look. On the fucking sideline right there towards the end of the game. When he's in that position right there. And you know he's locked in. We have to lose in the game. You got to feel bad for his opponent. You got to feel bad for his opponent the next game. You know how it is. He did the same thing out there in New England. He was in that position right there. All pissed off. Oh, Brady's going to come for you the next game. He's going to get you. So first I want to talk about the Patriots. You know, they're coming off, you know, losing to the Saints. 
Mac Jones threw the ball like 50 times. Eh, I mean, listen, is Mac Jones a problem in New England? I mean, it's only his first three games in the NFL, so definitely not. I mean, it's just the same situation the Pages were in last year in 2019. They have no weapons. They have no offensive weapons at all. They have none. They have none. And their defense has gotten well, a little... Well, it's gotten worse. Yeah, it pretty much has. So... Their defense can only do so much, and they did only so much last year in 2019. But their offense has just not been good. The Wingo Patriots have had the worst offense in the last couple of years. Even in 2019, when they had a great record, their offense was still kind of like, you know, whatever in a way. So, they can't blame Mac Jones. And it is hard for Belichick, obviously, you know. Because now he's teaching Mac Jones the ropes and everything. It's not like him and Brady, you know, and everything. He didn't have to teach Brady anything. But, yeah, I think, you know, the fans, of course, they're going to get Brady and, you know, and Gronk. Because, you know, Gronk was a big part of that Patriots team, too, obviously. But they're going to get nice ovations. They will. They're always going to be loved out there in New England. They're always going to be loved out there. They will be. Even if the Bucks destroy the Patriots, even if they destroy the Patriots, they'll always be loved. They always will be. But who knows Tom Brady better than Bill Belichick? Because a lot of people are expecting it to be a blowout for the Bucks to just blow out the Patriots. Like I said, but who knows Brady better than Belichick? I'm just saying. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to win. No way. No way they're going to win. I got the Bucks winning this game. But it's going to be closer than expected. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I don't think it's going to be high scoring at all. It's going to be... It's going to be closer than expected. That's just how I feel right now about it. If the Patriots somehow win this game, oof. I mean, I already know people are going to say, oh, Brady's washed. You can't even beat his own former team. He's washed. Yeah, keep saying he's washed and what happens next. People thought Brady was washed after his first week with the Bucs uh, last year. And look what happened. Oh, he won his seventh Super Bowl. So keep saying he's washed. He'll wind up winning number eight in February. So, I mean, come on. As long as he's still in the league... Come on, he just can't say anything. He can't, he, he can't say he's washed. <sighs> it's just, it's amazing. But now the last game on Monday Night Football, we got the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers. So the Raiders, 3-0 this year, they beat the Ravens. It was a great game. Beat the Steelers. They really tore them apart. And they beat the Dolphins. That was another good game. Another close one, too. Came down to a field goal, it's like like they did against Baltimore. And the Chargers now coming off, you know, beating the Chiefs, big win right there. Now it's another divisional game right here. It's an AFC West matchup. This will be an interesting one. It actually, I say that about a lot of games. I'm sorry, it's just how I, I love football. It's just how it is. I get like that when I talk about football. Um, because now, when you think of it, the Raiders, if they beat the Chargers, the Chargers are a good team. I mean, can the Raiders go 4-0 is a big question. I mean, the Raiders started off great last year, and they fell apart. Can they be able to keep up? That remains to be seen. I mean, do I really believe in the Raiders' defense? I mean, they're growing on me a little bit. It's just, I'm, not a, I'm still not a big believer in their defense. But Derek Carr has looked awesome this year at QB for the Raiders like he always does. Like I said, you put them on any team, you put them on the Bucks, 
or you put them on like the Vikings with the weapons that they have, or you put them on the Cowboys with the weapons that we have, the guy wins an MVP. The guy wins MVP by a long shot. It'd be unanimous. He probably would throw 50 touchdowns, maybe even 60. He probably would get close to 60. The guy is just amazing. He's a great quarterback. He's so overlooked. So overlooked. Um, and I really, I really want the Raiders to win this game, to be honest. And that's nothing, that's nothing against the Chargers. That's nothing against them at all. I just want the Raiders to win this game. I love John Gruden. I love Derek Carr. And the Raiders, they've had, you know, especially Darren Waller, too, everything that he's went through. He's been great for the Raiders. You know, he deserves to win, of course. And I like Josh Jacobs. You know, he's on my fantasy team, so hopefully he plays. I got him, I got him in the lineup for Monday night, so hopefully he helps me out a little bit. Um, but I think he's a good running back. You know, this will be an interesting game, though. It really will be. It'll be something. It's, it is a hard one to pick, though. It really is. It seriously is. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. It's not because they have home advantage. This is in Las Vegas. I most likely would be... Actually, no, not most likely. I would be picking the Chargers, even if this was in Vegas. But it's in L.A., so... Even if it was flip-flop, i go with the Chargers either way. I just I don't think the Raiders' defense is going to be able to keep up with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen Austin Eckler. I just, I, I'm, I'm not a believer in their defense. I'm really not. But maybe this game will change my beliefs on them. If the Raiders win and it's solely due to their defense, if they hold the Chargers like 14, like between 7 to 14 points, or even like, you know, 0 to 14 points to make it a little bit more fair, then I'll believe in them. Right now, I'm still not. So I got the charge on this one. So those are my predictions there, guys. So now let's recap right here. So for the Jags and the Bengals, I got the Bengals. For Washington and the Falcons, I got Washington. For the Texans and Bills, I got the Bills. For Lions and Bears, I got the Bears. For Panthers and my Cowboys, I got my Cowboys. For Colts and Dolphins, I got the Dolphins. For Browns and Vikings, I got the Browns. For Giants and Saints, I got the Saints. For Titans and Jets, I got the Titans. For Chiefs and Eagles, I got the Chiefs. For Cardinals and Rams, I got the Rams. For Seahawks and 49ers, I got the 49ers. For Ravens and Broncos, I got the Ravens. For Steelers and Packers, I got the Packers. For Bucks and Patriots, I got the Bucks. And for the Raiders and Chargers, I got the Chargers. So we'll see how this week goes. We'll see how this week goes, guys. We'll see what happens. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. I will talk to amazing people around the same time tomorrow afternoon reviewing AEW Dino Mai. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon. Talk to you then, guys.